Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul. It's the 19th day of July. Thanks for joining me as we continue our journey through the Gospel of Mark, specifically the sign of the times and the end of the age from Mark 13, the little apocalypse. And we're going to close this section today where, uh, well, that's not really the right way to say it. The entire chapter deals with the sign of the times and the end of the age. But we turn the page into the Great Tribulation, namely something we talked about a couple of days ago, the abomination of desolation. And this is in terms of uh, Jesus referencing back to Daniel and the time of tribulation that the church was going to experience. Um, I, want, I'll, I, I, I save that for tomorrow. I consider that a different section, even though I know technically it's not. Um, because when people think Great Tribulation, it's its own thing, okay? And I really don't think it is its own thing compared to this other stuff that's happening in the chapter, but I'll save that for tomorrow. What I want to do today is close the segment that takes up verses 12 and 13. Now brother will betray brother to death, and a father his child, and children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. And you will be hated by all for my name's sake, but he who endures to the end shall be saved. If Jesus is talking about a time out in our future at the quote-unquote end of the world, it really does, there's two problems. One, it fails to answer the question asked by the disciples. Tell us when this is going to happen and what's the sign that these things will be fulfilled. And it also Not only does it fail to answer the question, it really doesn't prepare them for the future. This is so far beyond them that it's a moot point. It's like me. It's like someone telling you the events that are going to happen in the year 4000. You know, first of all, you would think they were crazy. And even if you trusted them, it wouldn't do you any good. It's so far out ahead of you, you can't do anything to affect it. Like, you're not going to make any difference. Jesus' death, burial, resurrection makes a difference 2,000 years later. What you and I do can only be peripheral to that in regards to making a difference. And so we're not talking about an event 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 years away from the audience. So when he says brother will betray brother, father, child, children rise up against their parents... He's talking about events they're going to see. And you'll recall earlier in his ministry, Jesus said, Think not that I've come to spread peace, I've come to spread a sword. He said, For the enemies will be those of your own household, mother against daughter, father against son. And what Jesus meant, of course, is that when you follow him, sometimes it severs homes. People will turn on you for following Jesus. You have to make a decision to follow Jesus that might cost you relationships. I, I'm so thankful that I haven't had to experience that in my immediate family. I haven't lost my parents or my brother or my children because I trust Jesus, because I believe in him, because I have a set of values that I want to live by, because I am a follower of Christ. It hasn't cost me my family, but I'm not, I know that it has cost many. I, I spoke with someone literally yesterday at the time I'm recording this, not at the time it's airing, but who shared a conversation that they'd had with their father. 
And both they and their father are in ministry. And their father was so angry, disappointed at their direction, at their theology, because what this person is seeing in Jesus, seeing a loving Jesus, seeing a Jesus who is the centerpiece of the faith, um, caused that father to distance himself, not even, couldn't even say, I love you to his own kid for fear that saying I love you would be some sort of affirmation. Well, part of that is an issue way beyond following Jesus. I know there's a lot of pain there. There's a lot of problems. But that's not entirely outside of what Jesus is talking about, although we don't see that individual being putting their child up or their parent up for death. But you get my point. And there might be some of you listening who it has cost you family it's cost you relationships to follow the truth as you see it. And I want to let you know that you're not alone, that there are millions of people like you and have been all the way back here to Mark 13, to the time of Christ, who laid everything down to follow Jesus and it cost them relationships. And I, I pray that you can find solace in that if possible. I will not be pretentious and lie and say, I know what you mean. Now, I've lost friends. I've lost ministry colleagues. Oh, a lot of them. Like people that I believed in and that I thought believed in me. Um, And in some ways that pain is the same, but not entirely. So I pray for you. But I want you to know that that was in their lifetime. And just knowing that, gives us the, the, a little bit of an assurance that we're not alone. Verse 13, And you will be hated by all for my name's sake, but he who endures to the end shall be saved. That's yet another verse on top of the one before it, telling them why they'll be persecuted. The reason I want to stop here today is Mark doesn't include what Matthew does. I want to go read for you the Matthew version of the same conversation. Mark says, He who endures to the end shall be saved. Here's how Matthew says it. Chapter 10, verse 21. Brother will deliver up his brother to death. Father of the child. Children will rise up against their parents and cause them to be put to death. And you'll be hated by all for my name's sake. But he who endures to the end will be saved. Sounds just like Mark, right? Matthew throws in one more verse before he changes gears. When they persecute you in this city, flee to another. For assuredly, I say to you, you will not have gone through the cities of Israel before the Son of Man comes. To me, a key verse for timing purposes of Matthew's apocalypse, Luke's, Mark's version of the apocalypse, John doesn't have one. The key timing verse, Matthew 24, 34, this generation shall not pass away till all these things be fulfilled. Boom. That's a biggie. A, A very close biggie. Maybe second is Matthew 10, 23. You will not have gone through the city of is, is, cities of Israel before the Son of Man comes. And Son of Man is a Daniel prophecy. And we're going to get into that over the next few days, but I want you to keep that in mind as you read these verses. See you tomorrow. God bless.